knock knocking on heaven's door. You're listening to Your Path with Bishop Mark from Dallas Universal Life Church in Dallas, Texas. Every year we light candles as we prepare for the coming of Christ. More and more candles, more and more light. As we watch and wait for Jesus, the light of the world. God of promise, come into our darkness. Renew our hope in us. Excuse me, renew your hope in us. For you alone bring life out of death. Receive God's promise of hope from Psalm 33. The eyes of the Lord are on those who fear him, on those whose hope is in his unfailing love, to deliver them from death and keep them alive in famine. We wait and hope for the Lord. He is our help and our shield. In him our hearts rejoice, for we trust in his holy name. May your unfailing love rest upon us, O Lord, even as we put our hope in you. Lord be with you and also with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. There will be signs in the sun, the moon, and the stars, and on the earth distress among nations confused by the roaring of the sea and the waves, 
People will faint from fear and foreboding of what is coming upon the world, for the powers of the heavens will be shaken. Then they will see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. Now when these things begin to take place, stand up and raise your hands, because your redemption is drawing near. Then he told them a parable. Look at the fig tree and all the trees. As soon as they sprout leaves, you can see for yourselves you yourself and know that summer is already near. So also, when you see these things taking place, you know that the kingdom of God is near. Truly, I tell you, this generation will not pass away until all things have taken place. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my word will not pass away. Be on guard so that your hearts are not weighed down with dis dis uh, dissipation and drunkenness and the worries of this life, and the, that day catch you unexpectedly like a trap. For it will come upon all who live on the face of the whole earth. Be alert at all times, praying that you may have the strength to escape all these things that will take place and to stand before the Son of Man. The true gospel of the Lord. Praise the Lord, the word, the light. Okay, be seated, please. So good afternoon to you. I wish everybody a happy New Year. Yes, it's the first day of the Ecclesiastical New Year. The first Sunday in Advent, and you'll be seeing that everything is a little bit different today. The colors are different, the hymns are different, and there's a sense of festivity in the air. Well, maybe not of festivity, but there probably should be. For Advent Sunday is a significant day in the Christian calendar, for it's when we remember what is coming. The word Advent indeed comes from the Latin word, a uh, Latin verb, venio, to come, and advenio, to come towards. For we are coming towards something. What is it that's coming? I'm a little wary of putting this question to the congregation as I, I may get the answer, Santa Claus is coming to town. And I don't really want to dismiss the fact that Santa Claus is coming, nor that Christmas is coming, with all its festivities and joy and commercialism. But what we celebrate at Advent is not that Christmas is coming, nor that Santa is coming, but that Jesus is coming. So look busy. I saw that on a t-shirt once. Jesus is coming. So look busy. That particular joke isn't original to that t-shirt company, of course, but it does make you think about what you would want to be found doing if Jesus suddenly appeared on the scene. Tony Campolo used to say that when he was growing up, the preachers used to scare the kids by warning them that Jesus could appear at any time. And woe betide them if he turns up and finds them at a movie theater. Tony says he grew up with a constant fear every time he went to the, to the movies that Jesus would return during the feature and he'd miss the end of the movie. I heard sermons like that too as a kid and I was always more concerned that I might be on the toilet or something like that. Either way, I guess the real point is to think about what we would want to be doing and found doing if Jesus suddenly appeared. For whatever it is, it's probably what we should be getting on with now anyway. I'm conscious too as I read in the scriptures about the second coming of Jesus that is that is while that while it is good news in the best sense possible it is good news that is surrounded by a lot of bad news indeed the festivities of advent from an ecclesiastical point of view do have a rather down feel to them look at our colors this afternoon the rest of the country is starting to deck itself out in christmas colors of green and red we have moved to the other end of the <laughs> this word gets me every time, I swear. We have moved to the other end of ecclesiastical, ecclesiastical, there it is, ecclesiastical color spectrum, donning violet, the color of somber reflection. 
I think that's because while we rejoice at the thought of Jesus returning, we recognize too that this will take place in the midst of great human pain. And nowhere is that made more clear than in our gospel reading uh, this afternoon. And there will be signs in sun and moon and stars and on the earth, the stress of nations and perplexity because of the roaring of the sea and the waves, people fainting with fear and with foreboding of what is coming uh, on the world. For the powers of the heavens will be shaken, and then they will see Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. There's not much that is Christmassy about this picture, is there? At least in terms of commercial, the commercial version of Christmas. There's not a lot of similarity there between the coming of Jesus and the coming of good old Saint Nick. Now, I don't want to start bashing Christmas, particularly as it is a celebration of the birth of Jesus. And most of the symbols we associate with Christmas do indeed find their uh, origin in the Bible and the story of Jesus' birth. Even so, I do feel that even when Christmas is a Christian celebration, our modern version really reflects more the middle-class captivity of the church than it does the original message. Peace on earth and goodwill to all men. That's the spirit of Christmas, isn't it? Not really. Peace on earth and goodwill to all men with whom God is pleased is what the angels were quoted as saying. The original message being a little more ambiguous than the popular sanitized version. The modern version of Christmas is reflected in slogans about how this special season brings out the best in people. A season of family and goodwill seen in Tiny Tim walking into the room saying, God bless you one and all. The biblical pictures of Advent show us both joy and pain as the new world is brought to birth. This spirit of Christmas is the sort of hearty nonsense that used to climax in the annual John Denver Christmas special that I remember from my youth, where John and his family would sit around the campfire with the choir humming Silent Night in the background, while John gave his little soliloquy along the lines of, good people, if we can just hold hands with one another and live the spirit of Christmas year-round and try a little bit harder, we can bring peace on earth. You know, I wonder if they've ever tried that sort of thing in Iraq. I suspect not, for this sort of Christmas spirit is the spirituality of a well-heeled community. Even in my youth, I wondered where the, whether those Christmas specials were broadcast over at Guantanamo Bay, where prisoners would think, if only we all could hold hands. At this time of year, the Christmas broadcasters fill the airways with this sort of good-natured tripe passing itself off as Christianity. And indeed, it may warm the hearts of well-heeled middle-class families across the country. But it's not likely to make a big difference in Iraq this year. It's not likely to make a big difference in the prisons that house nearly 1.5 million prisoners in the United States. And it's not likely to make a big difference in the kids' cancer ward at Children's Hospital. And as Monica Hell would put it, if, you, if it won't work in a cancer ward or a shoddy nursing home for the elderly, then whatever it is, it's not the gospel. Yet, I think that's the issue. That's the issue here. There are some, some radical changes that need to take, play, take place before the kingdom of God can be brought to birth. A lot of things are going to be torn down before they are built up, as the pain and injustices of this world run very deep. We remember Jesus discussing his ministry at that Last Supper. Quiet, genteel affair it was until Jesus started breaking bread and pouring out wine, talking about the broken body and his blood flowing. Salvation, sacrifice, and the coming of the kingdom for Jesus were, were never going to be cheap and easy. It would be blood and pain. And the final salvation of the cosmos will not be something that is clean and clinical, but it is tied up 
with war and death and human suffering. Is that good news? Well, I think it all depends on where you stand. One of the great American Civil War writers' writings with which I'm familiar is the Diary of Mary Chestnut. Mary was a passionate Southern woman who wrote much about the war and saw firsthand the devastation caused by General Sherman in his infamous March to the Sea of 1865. Chestnut wrote of that event, Sherman marched off in solid column, leaving not so much as a blade of grass behind, a howling wilderness, a land laid waste, dust and ashes. She left out apparently that there were slaves dancing in the streets. It all depends on where you stand. If you're content to remain a sedentary member of the well-heeled middle class, then the thought of all this anguish and destruction will be very unsettling, I imagine. If, on the other hand, you've thrown in your lot with the poor and deprived, you will probably be happy to embrace this final anguish, recognizing that Christ must do whatever needs to be done in order to free the slaves, to eradicate the poison, to bring an end to all injustice, and to bring real and lasting peace. Either way, it is a sobering thought, as Advent is meant to be a sobering time of year. Be on guard, so that your hearts are not weighed down with overindulgence and drunkenness, and the worries of this life. And that day does not catch you unexpectedly, like a trap. For it will come upon all who live on the face of the whole earth. Be alert at all times, praying that you may have the strength to escape all these things that will take place, and to stand before the Son of Man. Amen. Happy Holidays. This is your path with Bishop Mark from Dallas Universal Life Church in Dallas, Texas. Absolutely no Grinches allowed. Forget what you think you know about church and Christmas. All right. You see for the announcements, please. Compliments, concerns, suggestions, or complaints. Compliments, concerns, suggestions, complaints. You got one of those? You got to need one of these. Here it comes. It's an email. Feedback at DallasULC.com. Feedback at DallasULC.com. Another email address for you. Pray at DallasULC.com. Pray at DallasULC.com. If you have a prayer request, that's where you send it. Pray at DallasULC.com. You can type, choose from an anonymous or leave us your name. Uh, you can ask. We do pray here every day here at, at Dallas Universal Life Church. You can ask that we pray during our daily prayers. Or that you can ask for us to pray during our Sunday intercessions. Up to you. And again, you remain anonymous or leave us your name. Pray at lsulc.com is that email address. You know, we are a church of volunteers and uh, we rely on the donation of our parishioners as well as, as other sources of do donations to help our church keep going. And I have to tell you, things have been pretty slim lately. Um, so if you like what you're hearing here, if you like what you're seeing, if you see our messages is something that you want to see spread across this world, Please help us out and make a donation to Dallas Universal Life Church. It's very simple. You just go to DallasULC.com and click on Donate. We are a 501c3 charity. Your return donations are tax deductible. Uh, simply go to DallasULC.com, click on Donate, and follow the instructions there. We'd be very, very grateful uh, and could use the help. Now, that being said, I do get people all the time that say, you know, Bishop, I love the church and I want to support it, but I don't have any money. I'm broke. And, you know, I, I say the same thing. I'm right there with you. And you just got to do what I do. You volunteer. Uh, we always have something to do here at the church. There's always something to get done. Um, and you can check out a list of things that we, of, of positions we have available right now by going to DallasULC.com and clicking on uh, Volunteer. Uh, if you don't like those positions there, if you don't see them you like, that's okay. Come on anyway. Uh, there's, like I said, there's always work to be done here and we can always use the help you can. Okay. 
So did you know we had a podcast? We did. We have a podcast. And uh, if you haven't checked out the podcast, please check it out. It's a little different than being here in the service. It's a little different than watching it on YouTube. I always catch something a little different watching or listening to the podcast. And the nice thing about it is you can listen on, on, the, on the bus, on the train. You can listen in the shower. You can listen while you're going to sleep. You know, you don't have to necessarily be watching it and you're not paying attention to it. You can be listening, you know, uh, and you're doing something else. Maybe just, you know, having it on the background. You know, how do you get to that podcast? It's very simple. Go to your favorite search uh, search provider and type in Your Path with Bishop Mark. Just type in Your Path with Bishop Mark. Or you can go to one of these great providers and provider services for us. And that would be Anchor by Spotify, Pocket Casts, Stitcher, Radio Public, Apple Podcasts, Overcast, CastBox, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Podbeam, and TuneIn. So please, go check out the podcast. That video was approximately 20 seconds long. Why is 20 seconds long? Because it takes a minimum of 20 seconds of washing your hands with soap and water to kill the germs on your hands. Just washing and going like this and just being done with it, that's not doing anything. If we're going to get this pandemic under control, I mean, there's another new strain out now. And all these new things happening in our world again. If we want to stop this thing, we've got to start with our hands and washing our hands. We touch everything with our hands. We spread things with our hands. And so we, this is how things get around, okay? Wear your masks. Wash your hands for at least 20 seconds with soap and water. Dry them. Then use hand sanitizer if it's available. Continue to do your social distancing. And please, go get vaccinated. If you haven't done so yet, go get it. It's not just for you. It's for everybody. If you don't do it, none of it works. We all need to do it together. So please go get vaccinated. Please. Now, I know it's in November. I know it's still a long way to go, but I'm promoting it early this year. When we make your plans, you can uh, be here for New Year's. Uh, New Year's Eve coming up uh, in about a month. Uh, and we do a survey, do a, uh, a little New Year's party here every year. So please mark your calendars for 1231. 
uh, and plan to be here because we're gonna have a lot of fun this year, I think. It's a lot cheaper than going out, and it's a lot safer, and you don't have to deal with all the, the loonies on the road. And uh, you'll be here with some, some good friends and, and, and have some fellowship. So check that out. Of course, we got Christmas coming up before that, but I just want to make sure you all have it on your calendar for New Year's. And got that taken care of. All right. All right. And guess what? That is the end of our announcements. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas Everywhere you go Take a look in the five and ten Glistening once again With candy canes and silver lanes aglow Thank you.